0: Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, you have hit a setback in a relationship. Maybe it's with a partner. Or a good friend, or someone at work, or maybe with your son or daughter, and it hurts, and it doesn't seem like it's getting any better, and it doesn't seem like you have any control over the situation. What to do? That is the subject of today's episode. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. walking enjoying this gorgeous day moving as we are able if you're new to the last eight percent morning we walk we integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises so that we can be better in these most important moments that mark our life so we can build wisdom So we can build skills. So we could build courage. And we start by moving. Moving as we are able. So hopefully you are out walking. Feeling your feet on the ground. and just letting go of whatever you were thinking, whatever you were doing or planning and get out of our head and get into our physical sensations. We know that physical sensations only exist in the moment, unlike thought. So let's start by being present. It is so great to be with you today. So feel your feet contacting the ground. Feel your feet and ankles. And feel your belly rise and fall. Now just move from feeling your belly rise and fall to feeling your buttocks area. Belly rise and fall and feel your legs. Belly rise and fall and feel your torso. Belly rise and fall and feel your hands. Belly rise and fall. Feel your head and neck. Belly rise and fall and feel your eyes. And just feel your whole body now. feel so fortunate to have this body. However imperfect it is, it works. Our lungs can breathe. Our heart can pump. Our mind can think. How fortunate are we And just soften your hands. Relax your heart. Tune into any sounds you might hear in your environment or in mine. And just relax back and enjoy the whole moment. Feel the whole moment. And stand tall look around feel grateful I'm moving to our idea of the day I want to tell you a story about a fellow named David David is a fun-loving restaurant tour I love that word he didn't start out that way however He um, originally trained as an accountant, and he followed in his father's footsteps, who was also an accountant. But eventually, he realized that was not who he was, so he quit his job and started at the bottom, learning the restaurant business. And David is someone who makes sense to be in the restaurant business. He is passionate, and he's caring. He's definitely not a closet extrovert. He is very much an extrovert. He loves people. He is a man so full of energy and life that people would sometimes come to the restaurant just to be around his positive energy. Again, standing tall, look around, feel grateful. But David was having a tough week, or you could say tough month. Actually, that's not correct. It was more like a tough three years. His restaurant, as you can imagine, suffered greatly during COVID. They went from a bustling, hard-to-get-a-reservation Italian restaurant to crickets, as my business partner Bill Benjamin would say. It was dead quiet. And at first he didn't think COVID would last that long. And so he didn't jump into the takeout or takeaway food business. But of course, COVID kept going and going and going. Eventually he had to shut down the restaurant. He had to let staff go who were with him for over 15 years. He said it was like a funeral, a deeply sad family funeral. Because that's what this business was to David and most everyone else in it, a family business, though they were not family. Um, But if you can believe it, this wasn't the hardest part. David had gone through a tough breakup with his wife the year before COVID, now three years ago, and their 19-year-old son wanted nothing to do with him, didn't want to talk to him, didn't want to see him. Why? David didn't quite understand. And it's always difficult to say in these circumstances what's really going on. But certainly change like this can traumatically affect everyone involved, including a teenager, maybe especially a teenager. And David, for his part, was someone who had never really chose to share his feelings very openly with anyone, let alone his teenage son. So they were never particularly emotionally close to begin with. And so the breakup hit their relationship particularly hard. And so a month of not talking to each other soon became six months. And it was absolutely crushing, David. He would go over to his ex-wife's house to maybe see his son, and his son would not venture anywhere near him. He had not seen him physically in over eight months. No responses to his texts or calls or to any suggestions his mom made to heal the rift. By one year, still no contact. And then COVID hit. And he had to shutter his restaurant. David became quite depressed during this time. He'd never experienced depression before. And remember, David was this restaurateur who thrived connecting with people and creating these great food experiences for people and not only did he just love that and did it you know give him juice and it fit his personality so well but one of the ways he had managed his deep sadness of not being connected to his son was through work using it as a distraction from the pain he so acutely felt so three years later still nothing between David and his son. And as you can imagine, David was continuing to struggle, feeling absolutely hopeless. What do we do when a relationship hits a really rough patch, a tough, tough, rough patch that lasts? when we feel like we have no control over how it proceeds if it proceeds at all and we can't do anything about it and we feel shut out this is one of the hardest things we can face in life and i don't wish it on anyone as i i've had some challenging situations like this before in my life and it really is a modern form modern day form of torture. Now, maybe that's going a bit too far, but it certainly feels like that. If you are facing something similar to Dave, remember, sometimes we have to let go of how we think things should be and accept how things are, because that is what life is presenting us. And it's hard to do this. It's brutally hard to do this. And so we need to steal ourselves. And a big way to do this is to make ourselves vulnerable and ask our, ask our friends or family for all the support that they can muster. Because that's what we need. And then we need to wait patiently. And the key in all of this is not to lose sight of the long view. Knowing and trusting that things will get better again, even if it seems like things are bleak. But sometimes things happen in their own time. One of my favorite quotes that has gotten me through tough times is, and I've got, actually got this on my fridge. Somebody printed it out for me. Everything works out in the end. And if it's not working out, it's not the end. I love that quote. Everything works out in the end. And if it's not working out, it's not the end. One day this fall, David had to drop by his ex's house to drop something off. His son was there in the living room and could see his father. Seeing his son, David asked if he could come in. His ex was at first not quite sure what to say, so she asked her son. And he said, sure, why not? So David came in, and his son came over, and they sat down and talked a bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. And when it was time to leave and they got up, his son gave David a big hug. And David froze. He couldn't believe it. Was he dreaming? And then he had no choice in the matter and broke down crying as he hung on to his son. His son had never seen him cry before. Don't forget, life is a long road. It's easy to start to believe that things will not get better. To get stuck in a moment. It's easy to lose hope. Whether it is a relationship at work or home or with friends, we sometimes need to stay patient and take the long view and trust and trust that things will work out in the end. Three years is a long time amazingly david and his son's relationship has not only turned around but it's changed and it's become something much different much deeper more sharing more connected yes a skilled therapist went a long way to helping them sort things out But sometimes time and trusting that things will work out and staying patient and getting support is the most important thing we can do. In the middle of success, it can feel like failure. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. Let's move to our three by three. Feeling our breath come right into our toes, calming this body. Three breaths. Now, three things that we can feel grateful for. Big one for me is my father. How I love my father. one of the most impressive people I know in this world. Now moving to three goals. What do you want to get done today? Reflect and just get focused on three things you want to get done today. Fantastic. Now bringing this energy and this focus and momentum into the day, knowing that we can choose how we respond no matter how difficult things are, no matter how out of control we can feel, because we can always choose that last of the human freedoms, our ability to choose. So finishing with the Leo Biscalia quote. If there's any immortality to be had among us human beings, it is certainly only in the love that we leave behind. Fathers like mine, like mine, don't ever die. Let me say that one more time. If there's any immortality to be had among us human beings, it is certainly only in the love that we leave behind. Fathers like mine don't ever die. Have a wonderful day.